was yeah i'm about to say something crazy <laughs> but you put you hit that recording i was like no we shut yo, up yo you're I'm, that's hilarious i'm glad you said that. <laughs> let's start now <laughs> so welcome 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 back to another episode of africans talk football joining by my guests here and my lovely co-hosts on a you know coming off a, a boxing day weekend we weren't able to see all the matches this past weekend some were postponed but we got a lot to talk about, so I just want to get into it. But before we do that, again, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you again to everyone out there who's liking our posts on Instagram, on Twitter, who is retweeting, who's even looking at our TikTok. We do have a TikTok out there as well. Uh, who's oh, just damn. listening to the episodes? Um, honestly, I've had a lot of people over the last few weeks, kids I've gone to school with, like college kids I haven't talked to for, you know, five, six years from high school and, and like summer camps and stuff really actually saying, Hey, you know, I, I tap in, I watch the games this weekend. I, I can't wait to see what you guys say about it. So really like, thank you. It, it means a lot. Sometimes when you don't talk to someone for five, six years and the first thing is, you know, what you said, that was crazy. That may or may not have owed a dollar. It, it, it's a good <laughs> starting conversation. So thank you to everyone who's out there listening again, tell a friend to tell a friend. Because if you guys are enjoying us, you know, maybe you know someone else out there who will as well. But, you know, let's let's talk soccer. That's why we're here. Um, like I said, last weekend was Boxing Day. Just want to ask my boys, though. How was, your, how was everybody's holiday? How was everybody's Christmas? Well, it was good, man. Can't complain. It was good to be with the family, man, especially during these, these tough times. Good to be with the family, you know, spend time and just chill and relax. Yeah, man, it was good. Spent time with family. Um, got to catch up and just, yeah, um, enjoy the holidays. And, uh, yeah, man, it was a good time. Looking forward to New Year's, too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Christmas was Saturday. They had a chill day, pretty much. Um, watched sports all day. There was some basketball. There was some football. Fortunately, the Cleveland Browns did not get the dub. I don't really want to talk much more about it. That's all we'll speak on it. Um, but the Cavs, let's go Cavs, man. My my boys are looking crazy right now. Shout out to my young boys. Once we get everybody back and healthy off COVID, whoo, I mean, we're what, a 3-4 seed in the East right now? So mm-hmm. they said our schedule is only supposed to be easier than the first half, so that, that's good signs. But um, we're here to talk football. Let's talk football. Uh, there was a team that played today. Um, we haven't seen them in a few weeks. Salam. Welcome back. Spoke about them. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. So I'm talking, you know, he spoke about them last week. He he had some pretty high expectations, but also he hadn't seen them in a little bit. As expected, we saw we saw Varane. You know, uh, Lindelof got, I think he got COVID or he got hurt. He got a knock in the last game, I think, something like that. And so he wasn't able to play, but Varane was back. And that's what I said last episode, that, you know, all this time off has been good for you. You get some players back off injury, get some players back off COVID. Um, go into you go into Newcastle, and they score first, and they honestly should have put the game away a few times, but you guys were able to capitalize and get the one-one draw. But I mean, there were a lot of things that were interesting to me because um, I asked you about the lineup last time. I asked you about Dalo. I asked you about Alex Tellez, how you like them playing in those spots, considering Juan Bissaka and Luke Shaw started the year, obviously. Um, I asked you about the 4-2-2-2. We saw it again today. We saw a few different players start, but you know, give me your overall assessment of today's match. 
Yeah, man. Um, one one draw. Uh, it was a tough watch, man. It was a. Uh, you know, I said last week if you know we can't afford to start like we did against Norwich, um, because to be honest with you, we should have lost that Norwich game. We just, you know, um, we got lucky with the penalty and got the three points, which obviously is like what matters. But uh, today, man, you know, I've seen this first half many times with this United team and, um, you know, it was just slow, lethargic, just, you know, the, just, you know, we do this to ourselves every game. It's just every time we just make some sort of mistake. We do it to ourselves all the time. Um, obviously, the turnover today from Varane, that that sucked. That really sucked. Um, he looked rusty. We as a team looked rusty, but he, him specifically, you know, I have high standards for him. And, you know, I guess, you know, him being off, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, the rest of the guys just looked like they had been off for a while. Um, and, you know, I... I don't know, man. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, again, big shout out to David De Gea, the best player on our, on our team this season. Um, without him, you know, who knows where, where we'd be. But, um, you know, I, I don't know, man. You know, like the funny thing to me, too, is, is, is when I watched this game, it just it gave me, as you said, Mike, it just gave me all the vibes. I just felt like I was watching the game from, you know, six months ago. So like the, you know, just what we've been seeing for the past three years. And, you know, when Ole was here, you could kind of give the players the benefit of the doubt because you knew that the manager wasn't good enough. And you're just like, you know, who knows? Maybe under a new manager, maybe we can get something out of you as a player. And this is the perfect opportunity to show the new manager, like, what you can do why I deserve playing time. And I said this a few weeks ago, I think two weeks ago, the more time that Ragnick um, spends with these players, you know, he's going to weed out a lot of the guys that he doesn't want. And today there was a lot of guys that were poor, a lot of guys that were poor. Um, I like Marcus Rashford a lot, but he's been poor for a while. Um, he offered nothing today, absolutely nothing. Um and it sucks to say that because I think he's a really good player. I just, I don't think that he, I just don't think that his form, you know, deserves, you know, him starting. And he played today. I think all, he played all 90 minutes. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah. Got a full 90 in. No problem. Uh, and I don't know, man. I, I think that Sancho was playing well for him to get subbed off and then for him not to start today. You know, Greenwood again, pedestrian, didn't really do anything, just take shots. He just, I don't know who he thinks. I, I, like, he, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's a young player full of mm -hmm. potential. But my goodness, you know, some people have earned shots. You know what I'm saying? You don't get to just come in here and just be like, yo, I'm taking seven shots a game off the bus. Like, it's just, like, there's no, there's just no, like, I don't know, like repercussions. Sense of awareness, like. Yeah. Um, and I mean, again, that comes down to coaching. You know, sometimes I, I kind of feel for him because he's never really been coached for real. But, you know, players like Rashford, players like McTominay, players like Fred. And the last one that I really just want to touch on. Well, actually, before I touch on that, Cornelius, you did bring up the two fullbacks. I mean, obviously, they're, they're good going forward. But defensively, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just they're not very good at that. But, you know, like. This is what modern football is. You know what I'm saying? Like, my thing is, is we're asking our fullbacks to push up and, we're, you know, we're, you know, what, what Trent and, you know, Robertson do up and down. 
they don't even come back down for real. They're just they just play as like wide players essentially, mm-hmm. right? So we're asking them to do that, but we have this guy in Harry Maguire who is mm-hmm. just bro. He's one of the slowest players, and I, t- I said this in the group chat. I said, "Yo, I, I'm beating him in a foot race now. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, if we had to race, Gabriel, you're definitely beating him in a foot race." But like, mm-hmm. yo, I, I, I don't know, man. For you know, he's been the captain for what? How many years now? What, going on four three? years. Yeah, three years. He's been yeah. captain since he's pretty nah. much pulled up. Since Bro, only. yeah. He he. From day one, you've done nothing for us, and like you, you've actually crippled us as a team because we have to build the team around you and i don't understand why like you know ragnick starts him and like we're trying to play this like this high line and like he's a liability you saw today every time that people ran at him bro it was just like you were just like oh my god bro say maximum like players like like say maximum like hit the way like he plays spin cycle bro he had him just just all <laughs> yeah washing machine mm-hmm. the low two the low two but like <laughs> i was just like i don't know players like that like feast on like the matchup against mcguire and like honestly bro like shows no captain characteristics there was no point in where like you know i felt like the the the, the momentum was shifting our way besides like when we scored the goal but I don't know, man. It's a lot of poor performances. And I, the only thing that I fault uh, Ragnick on is just not bringing on Donnie for Rashford. That's what I would have done. I don't see how Rashford gets to play 90 minutes, but you know, I liked him making that move in the second half by changing the formation. And he put Bruno like as a, you know, as one of the sixes in that, in in the pivot. And that was a lot better. Um, Cavani came on, made an impact. Central comes on as always. We're just a more dangerous team when he plays and you know we got the goal we could have had two after you know the second half we, we created chances we just didn't you know we just didn't score and ultimately the the mistake you know that we you know did to ourselves is what the difference in the game was but it you know it wasn't good enough and you know i just the more time that the, you know the this coach gets to spend with these players i think he'll get to weed out you know who's good and who's not and to be honest with you i just want to get ahead of this I don't think that we'll be successful with Harry Maguire starting. We, I don't think that we, there's no way. We're not going to win a tough, comp, like the, the, the top competitions with him as like our center back, starting center back. There's no way, especially with the way that Ragnick wants to play. There's no way. So oh, go ahead, Chris, go ahead. Okay, bro, I, you, you can ask your question right after mine. So Salam, you brought up a few good points and I'm glad you brought up one because I was I had a few follow-up questions for you, but I'll let Gabriel get to you. So you talked about the substitutes because I was going to ask how you felt about, you know, the substitutions when you made them, because one of your biggest issues with Ole was that he didn't know how to make those in-game adjustments. Yeah, value creativity. You know what I'm saying? So this comes up, but my question is, uh, it kind of stems off what Mike said a few weeks ago. So he said, what if Ragnit comes in? It's just more of the same. You know what I mean? He he asked that. And we (laughs) saw McFred start again. Um, We saw Rashford again out there play a full 90, just like you said. He's the golden boy of United, so you know he's going to get his tick. But yeah. then you also said he didn't bring on Donnie. You would have liked to see Donnie for Rashford. Donnie didn't get any time today. We saw Cavani come on. You know, he, we saw Greenwood come on. So we saw good substitutions. But as far as where you see Ragnick right now with who he more or less puts his faith in, who he's going to play day in, day out, how do you feel about that? And then Gabriel, you can ask your question. 
So I, I don't think, again, like he hasn't been here that long. So I think that he's going to go with the players that have been playing a lot, um, you know, because the reality is, is that when Ole was here, we didn't really rotate. You know, the, we had 13 consistent players throughout the season that played regardless. Rashford played with a broken or with a hurt shoulder, a hurt knee and, and a hurt ankle at the same time all season started every game. So, I mean, I think um, as far as like the substitutions, I, I mean, I, I was happy with the substitutions. I was happy that he was proactive. Um, but again, like, I get, like, like I said, I think the, the more time that he spends with these players, I think that they'll, they'll show him like who they really are. I don't know how many times that he has to say in the post-game interviews and the press conferences that he doesn't like side-to-side passes. He doesn't like this slow, this slow pace of play that we're used to playing this whole defensive side. He wants to break lines. He wants to go forward and he hates passes. He said that many times, but the reality is that these players are not capable of doing what he's asking. And I think the tough reality is that some of these players just aren't good enough. And, you know, I'm hoping that there is no favoritism and I'm hoping that, you know, with January around the corner, we can get some players out, obviously like the players that like are just not getting playing time and just taking up space. But I mean, bro, like, I I don't know. I I think the players will show who, who they are. Their play speaks for itself. And, you know, like, it's just, the more he sees it, I think that he'll 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 make the right decisions, and and I hope the board backs him and on making certain decisions. But because you, you don't have to you don't have to be in those positions to see like what's going on. Just us watching on TV, bro. He's just not good enough. You know what I'm saying? Why is he the captain? There's just so many things you would change automatically if you were there. You know, like that th- that are just like no brainers. So I mean, I don't know, Gabriel. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna ask. I have a couple of questions and I'm glad I can always brought up Donnie because at this point, you know, Ragnick's been here, what, about a month now? Yeah. Been here about a month. So I know when, you know, when Tuchel first came in, you know, Chelsea, or not Chelsea, but uh, Cornelius and, and Mike were real. They gave him a month for a honeymoon phase. And I said it on wax and I wasn't going to bring it up. And, and but, they, No, they, you, they gave him some time. And I understood that. Like, I, I gave him slack for it. But I understood it because, you know, it's a new manager. They, they're going to have to figure some things out. You know, it's a lot going on. But now we're a month in. And not only do I pretty much see the same tendencies in the same lineup with McFred, um... I'm also seeing a change in formation. And personally, I don't think it's good for you. Just, just, this is this is just my just off just thoughts to begin with, because I that 4222, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's the right balance for your team right now and with the players that you have especially with you having injuries, you know, Pogba is a, is a big signing. He's out right now. I think Pogba, when he comes back, he's going to make an impact. He's going to make a difference. But I just kind of want to know, like, what do you think about him making the same decisions? I know we kind of already spoke on it, but at the same time, it is more the same. Like, McFred's still starting, and, and that hasn't changed. And you keep saying he's going to keep weeding out these players, but it's like a, it's been a month. We, ha- we haven't seen him make any changes other than a line, other than formation change. And uh, Delo and uh, and Delo and Tellus, but but that's partially because Wambasaka <laughs> had his problems, and then Luke Shaw was injured, and then I'm not sure if he had COVID or not either. But I know you had some injuries and some COVID things going on too, so I know that has a part to play in it. So f- even with those, you know, those COVID things and things of that sort, 
we're not even really so much speaking about those players. We're more speaking about your midfield and and you know your formation. Like, what what do you? I, it's hard to say. You know, like what do you expect? But it's like, do you at this point right now? Do you still have faith in Ragnick? You know, making the right decisions moving mm-hmm. forward within I would say within the next month or so because within this next month is a very very important month and if you keep going in with McFred and you keep having these performances it's going to be a problem because you guys are what seventh right now six seventh and you're seventh and these months there are a lot of games in in a lot of time so it's just kind of what do you what do you when do you see though when do you expect to see those changes happen when do you expect to see Donnie come in when do you expect to see these things happen because we've been saying this since he came in but we're a month in now and nothing has changed well I don't know I don't know exactly I don't know exactly if it's like been a month or not but like I I mean yeah he he may have been here he may have been here for a while but we've only had how many games under him uh like three I think three games oh, yeah but but it's I, training I though me, it's training yeah no absolutely which is why you know seeing some of the lineup, you know, decisions is kind of puzzling to me because I don't see why McTominay and Fred have to play. I I, I think, I, I don't know. For for me, I think Donny should start for sure in one of those two spots um, and maybe Fred or McTominay. But, you know, as I, to answer your question, I think that I, hopefully chances, the changes come soon, like next game, because at that point, you know, if we're still seeing the same things that are happening, then I have to start questioning the manager. But I'm under the impression already, Nick? and I'm hopeful. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but if we're, if we're watching, if we're watching these games and, you know, like you come in, everyone knows Ralph Ragnick as this like in- intelligent coach and like with his, with his reputation and I mean, his, his resume speaks for itself. If he's looking at this and, and, and if, if, if he's saying McTominay and Fred, then there's a problem. Then that means I don't know what they have on Man United, but like there's something wrong there because yeah, fundamentally, bro, yeah. Th- th- like th- there's no way. There's there's I'm just I'm hopeful that like you know again, McTominay will weed himself out, uh, in my opinion. And this this isn't me just picking on him, but I think that I don't know if you guys peeped the interview, but you know his feathers were already ruffled when they were start asking him some questions about, you know, the sideway passes, but he's one of the, the main problems of the team, him Maguire, always these side to side passes, you know, they don't, he doesn't do what the manager asks. And, and I think that, you know, on the touchline, you could see how visibly frustrated he was. Um, Fred was awful in the first half, which, and he deserved to come off, but I think that these changes are going to come sooner than I would like to think that these changes are going to come sooner than later, because there's no way that he can look at this and say, with the way I want to play, these players fit. There's no way. There's no way you can tell me that Donny van de Beek isn't better than McTominay or Fred. Right before you go, Mike, and I understand that too, but at the same time, it's like, we're supposed to see that in the substitutions and then the substitutions were still not necessarily seeing it. So that's why I'm just, the only That's thing substitutions, the, only, the only thing that the, I hear you, but the only thing that I would have changed with the substitutions is I liked Cavani coming on. I like Sancho oh, coming sure. on. I, Absolutely. The only change I would have made was Matic and Donny. I, I deserve who I agree. Who who, who came <laughs> off deserved to come off and like 
Matic just didn't he didn't do bad, but it's just Matic is just he's just he's a shell of himself, man. He's just <laughs> up there in age, man. He just, he just can't move around. He can't do like what he you know we need him to do, especially at that point in the game, the situation in the game. We need to play with a little bit more urgency, and he's not there. So I, this is what I was gonna say. Um, I remember what like four or five episodes ago, I said. When Ragnick came in, I said it wasn't going to be, I don't personally think it was going to be drastically different. And one of the main reasons was because of uh, of a player he is. Whether you like it or not, if you don't want your system to be um, centered around Ronaldo, whether you like it or not, the type of player he is, you're going to somehow having to find a way to make sure you get the best out of Ronaldo. So even if you have a plan, I believe that plan is going to change somehow to adjust into how you're going to work Ronaldo into your system for it to work. And I think it's too early to be making, you know, very judgment decisions. I, I think he'll figure it out. Um, he, I think he's given everybody a fair shot to see what he can get out of them. The guys that have been playing, I think he's playing them just to see, okay, that, when he makes that decision that you're not good enough. It's valid. We've seen it. That, yeah, he gave you that chance to play yeah. and for him to make that decision that, okay, you were not good enough. Today, Fred was horrible. Um, Maguire, we all know the Maguire situation. I, I don't know what it is. No, what is the Maguire situation though, Mike? What is I mean, it? it's, a, it's, a 85, it's a $85 million investment. He's a flop. I mean, he's a liability. And, From day and one, you have to use it. Disc. You, 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 you. No, I say he a flop, big flop. <laughs> you invested eighty five million into this guy. It's kind of our Kepa situation. Our Frank situation. wanted Kepa out. No, one no, no. This is different, why... though, bro. This is no, our no, captain. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, captain. One second, one second. I, I'm not comparing them. We had Kepa. We spent a lot of money on him. He wasn't doing very well. Mm-hmm. Frank wanted to push him out, but the you know t- uh, the board wouldn't let him push him out. This is a guy we spent a lot of money on, so they're going to try to get as much as, out of him as possible. And I think he was made captain on top of it. So it, it, it brings, it puts you in that, you know, very weird situation of controversy. Oh, you stripped the captaincy. Now you're not playing him. It starts all England, these things England around. Too. Yeah, you know, too. it, you know it starts mean? a lot of things around the, the club that is not needed. But I think with time, Ragnick is going to figure it out. Um, I also don't think it'll be anything drastic because I don't think you have the players that you need. The players don't have the mentality. Somebody like Fred is not a United player for me. Maguire is not a United player. Um, let me see. Who else? I mean, like Delo. Some of these guys are just not. Rashford is playing poor. We can no, go down the that, The we United we knew in the past, you guys always had the top guys. These guys are not good enough. And until that changes, I don't know. I don't know where you go from here. Wow. I don't know what the Rashford uh, situation is. I don't know if you bring in. Jesse Lingard, just to see what happens. If you, you know, test out uh, Martial, you know, he's trying to leave. Maybe see if, you know, that's, uh, you can catch lightning in a bottle with him. But it's, but it's beyond, for, for me, this is the last thing I have to say about United, but for me, it's beyond just the players. Like, I think I, it, I, your I, mentality you know, is not there. Like, they've been on the beyond, Ole and it's, the it's, it's, it's not there either, captain, but at leader. the same time, it's like, just from a playing standpoint, they can't break teams down. We've seen we, no. this has been this has been almost is, no three, one no one brought this up. Now. This is the this, this, this team is in nineteenth place. 
this is yeah. this is what four years, five years running. I have not seen place. United break down a team yet, bro. How many? How long? How long? It's been f- what four almost five, four years since old. Honestly, it's since old. Like, bro, I'm talk, glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you, you mentioned that. You guys game. have not broken a team down. Like, and I'm not saying it's just on you know the coaching or whatever, but I have like, with a the Newcastle team interplay is not there, bro. It's not there whatsoever, and I don't know if it's because to me putting bruno in that six eight role for me isn't it because you need bruno to to, to be, be in that freer. to be freer in Closer. that higher you know, up, that, Closer, higher up yeah. the pitch because Closer he's your connector he's your connector he everything goes through bruno so when i see you guys play a newcastle or a wolves or a southampton or a burnley it's like screaming for donnie honestly. it's it's screaming it's just I don't I don't know it's like we we haven't seen a United break down a team in so long I and again I you said it Pogba's not there like Pogba's not there yet maybe Even he with brings Pogba. something that's true that's yeah, yeah. true but I'm I, saying I mean, like I mean my my thing I mean when Pogba comes back that's going to be huge for us yeah. the, the whole time during the game today I was thinking this is a game where Paul Pogba would have feasted Pogba and Donnie. Game, you know, games are won and lost in the midfield. And when you look at our midfield, and when you look at you know our rivals' uh, midfield, at least the, the rivals that we should be competing against, it's one of the worst. I mean, when you look at, I mean, Chelsea, you have Kovacic, you have Conte, you have Jorginho. You know, Liverpool has Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago. Uh, you know, and these guys performed. Even the Liverpool, like the Liverpool guys, are not even like all name brand guys. You know what I'm saying? But they just, they just, they work. Exactly. Look at look at City's team. But my thing is, I know it's been a while um, that Ole has been in charge, and I think that it's gonna it's gonna take some time to, to, to shake to, it, yeah, to shake that off. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you have to understand that the players that were in quote deemed successful under Ole, or the, the players that played a lot, a lot, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Were were you know this is the way that they played. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And the reality is, is we rely on those players to make impact on games and it's conflicting with what the current man, current manager wants to do now. Yeah. And I think that the more, the more time that they spend, you know, with each other, bro, he's going to weed that out. He's going to identify very quickly that these guys are simply not good enough. They're not. And, and he's coming out. If you listen to his interviews, he, he's come out many times and has expressed his, you know, displeasure with what, what he sees on the field. So, so, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, so, ahead. as a United fan, you know, with the uh, substitution of Greenwood and uh, Greenwood coming off and Cavani coming in, would you like to see more of Ronaldo Cavani? Because I think that's a dangerous matchup. You know, out time those two. Yeah, I, I, I think those two would be great. Those two, yeah. I think those two would be great. But the reality is that Cavani's not going to be able to play every game, and he's yeah, not going to be able. Obviously, to you're going to you you can bring uh, Greenwood on. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, any any game that he's 100, I would love for him to start. I think that those two are our best strikers. I would love to. Rashford is not a striker, and he keeps playing in that like two up there, and it's just like they're both just you know lazy defensively. The reality I, is, I, yeah, great players, but they're both lazy defensively. And you know, Greenwood too. Greenwood is better in one of those two striker spots. He's not mm-hmm, good mm-hmm, as the, mm-hmm. the, the the outside. But yeah, he he could be either Ronaldo's backup or yeah. Cavani's backup. But I also think I understand why Ragnick, you know, keeps uh Rashford on the field. I mean, we know he can he can do he can make an impact. Man. You know, yeah, he, something well, can he, he can make something be, happen. He would be a perfect like player to bring on. 
like like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like 65 65th minute 70th minute like as an impact player yeah tired legs fresh yeah, legs yeah. him to me would be like a smith row yeah smith row or like for you guys i guess timo Werner. Like, mm-hmm. just like he's going to come in and it's just going to be like, now we have to worry about Marcus Rashford running in behind his pace. On, on, you know, fresh, on fresh legs. legs. Fresh yeah, legs. Yeah, exactly. He, he's not like, and, and, and that's the thing though, bro. Like he's, again, I like Marcus Rashford a lot. I think that he's a good player, but he's been in bad form for a while now and he, he mm-hmm. shouldn't be starting. And, and like, mm-hmm. we, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't reward players who don't need to be starting when there are plenty of players that have shown that every time that they come in, they make an impact. Well, I think that's a good place to end it for United right now. We'll get back, but I mean, like I said, it was a big match just because we haven't seen y'all play in two weeks. Yeah. I think everybody was ready to see y'all play. And I think Newcastle was just like, okay, we're, we're going to run at y'all. You guys are coming here. So obviously there's going to be much more to see. I'm glad you guys are back though. You know, I'm glad you, you were able to get COVID situation handled because they never really came out and said who had it, did they? No, so, uh, came out. Lindelof had it. Yeah, Lindelof yeah. has it. Um, well, yeah, I, I, well, yeah, he didn't play, but yeah, yeah, it was Lindelof. I think Henderson. Uh, mm. uh, that's it. They're, I mean, they're vague about. It. We talked about it last. Yeah, week. that's what that's they're what I was saying. About. Yeah, as far yeah. as the players that were there today. They, yeah. No reports came out, but yeah, I, I think we got to uh, shout out Newcastle a little bit too. Man. Yeah, no, yeah, that was, was just... a, that was a performance. They should be disappointed. They should be. They disappointed. should be disappointed. For sure. Because they could have had that was an even nuts. game. That was an yeah. even game. That was a really good game. They were having a go at us, bro. A <laughs> yeah. goal. They were same, the same Maximin, bro. I Man. he was balling today. Delon, do you think you can play for a top four club now? It's a still. You still don't think? No, that 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 miss was bad though. I don't think so. It was. He's not. He's not gonna. As a backup, maybe as like maybe Carabao Cup, FA Cup, but like even I don't know. But like I said in the group text today, bro, he showed he he summed up. I like him a lot, but he summed up who he is as a player today. I agree. You 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 score a worldie for Mm -hmm. first half. That was a great goal, in my opinion. I thought it was a great goal, and then second half you could have had the opportunity to put it away. And you know, yeah, he smoked it. Yeah, Yeah, smoked it. But it but, sucks uh, that he got hurt. Hopefully, he comes back soon. Yeah, yeah him and, uh, and what, what's Joe Linton. Joe Linton. So I mean, two I big injuries. Their goals. Their, their top goal scorers. It's like Joe Linton. <laughs> Joe, Joe Linton has been poor all season. All of a sudden, yeah. he pulls out yeah. a ten out of ten performance today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was spectacular. He was big, yeah. That's funny. But um, there are two matches. You know, on actual Boxing Day on Sunday. It uh, honestly, Gabriel said it when because we, we were watching games together. He was like, "Yo, this is like a hol- like this is its own holiday." You know, there's mm-hmm. there's you know Thanksgiving for the NFL. Yeah, I mean there were Christmas games for football this year, but usually Christmas is all NBA. Mm-hmm. But Boxing Day is just a a holiday of itself for real. Um, so we we did see Arsenal. I want to touch on them first, for real, because. Hmm. He wanted to go. I, I, we we already know how you're gonna start. Five piece. But <laughs> this is this is something that you know I say about Chelsea all the time. When we play these bottom of the table te- bottom of the table teams, we need to smack them in the mouth and let them know who they're playing. You know what I'm saying? And that's why Salam, like I did, like I brought it up. 
Newcastle's 19th. You guys still, for me, should have gone in there and gotten the for dub. Sure. Whatever Absolutely. it took. Whatever it took. And Arsenal is is showing that dominance, man. They're showing that that killer. You know what I mean? I guess Arteta did pick something up from Pep because they're finally showing we could be a team that goes wherever and gets three, four, five goals. I I didn't think Arsenal had it in them until I see them play Norwich. Now, it's still Norwich. They're still the lick. We gave them seven earlier this year, <laughs> so let's not forget. Pretty sure Mason Mount had a hat trick that game, but you have to go into these games and get points because before Arsenal beats, beat Norwich, I think they had plus four on their goal differential, and now they're at plus nine. No one else is at double digits besides the top three teams. So even them getting close to 10, is, you know, it, it's a feat in itself because I was looking at numbers earlier today. So like I said earlier, if you wanted to be in the top four, you have to get smacked in the mouth. Yep. Arsenal got beat it. by City. You know what I mean? They got smacked in the mouth by City, and they said, you know what? Okay, that's what it takes to get there. And now they built themselves back up. And Arsenal's a solidified top four team right now. Like, I, like I'll go on wax and say that. But huge win. Um, Gabriel, how did you feel about that? Man, uh, it felt good. Um Arteta out, you know, I'm gonna still come with it. Of course. Still, I'm still, you know the vibes, man. You know the vibes. <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm still Arteta out, but hey, he he's getting it right. Um, and I, I wanna give Arteta a shout out uh right now as well, too. Um, because I don't know wow. if I said this last week. Exclusive. Yeah, I know this is a real exclusive. I don't know if I said this last week. Um, but the 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 switch of Odegaard and Smith Rowe. I can't lie, great decision, great managerial decision, and it's not because I don't like Smith Rowe. <laughs> no, 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 stop! It's, it's not. So it's, it, it's not. Clear. It's not. It's He's not clear. because no, stop. Because it's not because I don't like Smith Rowe, and it's and it's not because I think Odegaard shouldn't be our starter. I think in a perfect world they should both start, and I think. They're both starters, to be honest, on our team. But Arteta, in the moment, found the found the balance and said, yo, Smith Rowe's scoring, he's assisting, but Odegaard's catching form. I think I need to start him. He's been performing, and now he's three goals, three assists. And at the same time, Arteta has a part to play in this as well. He's kept Smith Rowe's mindset correct. He's kept it hungry. He's kept it, you know, focused. And Smith Rowe hasn't lost a beat since he's been coming off the bench. Um, and that that speaks to the manager for me. That That is 100% the manager. I, I have to give him his credit. Um, he, he, he did amazing with that decision. Um, but to, to go on to the, to the Norwich match, you know, like I've said all, all season, um, these are, if we want to, you know, our, a whole bunch of Arsenal fans say we should be top four right now, we should, our aim should be top four. Personally, you know, that's a shout, I still think, in a sense, but this is what we have to do to be top four. We have to dominate the, the bottom teams. We have to get three points off the bottom teams. If they're, if they're below us, or if they're if they're honestly, if they're eighth or below, we should we should be getting points. If they're ten or below, we should be getting three points. It it isn't it shouldn't be a doubt. It, it has to happen, you know. Um, and my big thing is. These, these wins shouldn't be fraudulent. They shouldn't be, you know, 
you know, a, a grimy 2-1 steel win. You know, even though those wins are good, we, we know we can grind it out. But over these teams that are in relegation zone, and Norwich is probably going to get relegated, I, w- I want to assert dominance, whether it's home or away. And we, we haven't been good on the road either this year. We've been pretty poor. So, you know, to go into, um, you know, Carroll Road, um, you know, Norwich Stadium and to assert dominance and, and shut them shut them up 5-0. You know, Saka with, with an amazing match. Odegaard with an amazing match. Uh, defensively sound Martinelli. once again. Martinelli again, amazing. You know, all of our Hailand products, not all of our Hailand products, but, um, you know, our Hailand products. And then add Odegaard doing doing numbers, doing amazing, amazing things. Um, you know, I, I can't be I, I'm I'm good right now. Like I'm in a I'm in a good spot. We're we're not we're comfortably, I guess, sitting in fourth. Um, you know, Tottenham still has games in hand. Uh so you know, that's always something to look at. But you know, right now at the current moment, we are comfortably in fourth by a, a good amount of points. And you know this is another game to just build our form, build our form. Uh, you know, tomorrow's game against Wolves got postponed, uh, which honestly, I'm not too upset about. I'm actually kind of happy about because now it gives our team some time to rest. Um, just a little bit more. It gives us an extra extended little break, in, you know, during this busy period. And like I said last week, my focus has been on on City for a while now like my that that five nil that they gave us earlier in the in the year with that red card you know that that was for now i'm gonna say it's fraudulent but that wasn't a real testament of to who you know we are and what our team is um and, and right now my focus is fully on saturday like i i'm counting down the days i'm, <laughs> I'm looking every day um to you know for, for saturday because i'm excited about that match um but you know, to keep speaking about my team's current form, you know, we're playing well. Um, the the one thing I, I wish I would have seen is I, I didn't want Rob Holding to start. I would rather Ben White, you know, stay in the middle, and I want to see Maitland Niles, you know, go on the right-hand side. Um, that's probably the one change I would have made. Uh, but even so, man, Rob Holding did have a terrible match. Gabriel held it down. Ben White held it down. Everyone, everyone held it down, and um, it's it's wonderful to, of course, to see Smith Rowe come off the bench and score another goal, keep his confidence going, keep his form going. Um, you know, it's my my team's in honestly a, a a great spot and a way better spot than I think we would be in. You know, coming into match week nineteen. So right now, I I really don't have any complaints. My team is playing well. I'm I'm happy, you know. They gave me a good Christmas present this year. They gave me a win, like, they, like they like they did last year with Chelsea. You know, they Chill. gave me. And and the and the biggest thing, the biggest joy of it all, is that it's a clean sheet. It's a clean sheet. It's another clean sheet, and we need those. And it's it's satisfying to know that defensively that we're sound. It, it is because defensively we weren't sound at all last year. We were not. We're getting scored on left and right. Um, but this year, it's, it's good to know that, you know, we won 5 no, but we also kept a clean sheet. There's pride in the clean sheet. You know, there's pride not getting scored on. Um, and I think our defenders take great pride in that. I know Ramsdale takes great pride in that. Um, so, you know, I'm just – I'm, I'm smiles all around right now. I'm, I'm happy to see my, my team performing, and I'm very, very excited 
to see what we look like on Saturday against City at 7.30. I will be up bright and early. <laughs> bright and early. I agree. I, I want to... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I want to ask you this. Um, I heard uh, what Lacazette turned down the uh, one-year mm-hmm. extension. Um, yeah, turned down a one-year you, extension. Do you think you guys should, uh, you know, bring him back, let him walk? Um, you haven't figured out the Aubameyang situation. Are you keeping him? Are you selling him? I mean, at this point, don't you think it'll be uh, it'll make sense to at least have some type of security? I personally, like I said before, and, and all of you guys know this, I've always wanted to keep Lacazette. I always, I've never changed my stance on that. I've always wanted to keep him. I, and in my dream starting lineup in the beginning of the season, when when I thought Abo, you know, would actually be performing. I wanted Alba on the wing and I wanted Lacazette as our nine. I always thought that, you know, Lacazette, Alba, Smithrow, and Saka were our best front four at that, you know, back then at that current moment. I've always wanted in our team. Now, I'm not surprised that he turned down a one-year contract. I'm not surprised by that. Um, but I, I want to keep him. But unfortunately, you know, that's not what the player wants. I, he, I think he's going to leave in the summer and we're, we're going to be forced to look for a striker. Um, now, in the terms of should we sell him in January? Absolutely not. That's just some money that we're, he's going to have to leave on a free. We're just going to have to take that L, and he's going to have to leave on a free. We we don't – right now, we're still a fragile team, you know. We're still very, very fragile. We're still very, very young. And I don't want to sell a, a player who I know, for, for the most part, who's going to – what he's going to provide as in the striker position when that's kind of up in the grab up for grabs right now, especially while he's our captain right now too, because I think he's also doing a very good job of holding down the fort and keeping our players, you know, just, just being a captain and leading. I think he's doing a very good job of leading right now. And I don't want to mess that up in January, have him leave, have his presence leave. And then someone new comes in or, you know, have to f- try to find another striker i, I don't want to keep we, we're still under a lot of stress right now we're still under a lot of, we're new we're a new team we're young and i don't want to i don't want to mess up too much because we're still very fragile so i just want to keep all that to the summer if we can find someone in the summer cool get them integrated but i, I still want to keep extension? club offered him a, a year-long extension um or i mean like after, a longer extension year. does he want I, security or does he just, just want to? I, I personally think that he just wants to leave um that's my my personal opinion. I haven't done too much into the reading of you know what he actually wants into the rumors and things of that sort. But I know that they did offer her, uh, him a, a, year. a year, another year on his on his contract. And he declined it. Um, so, uh, like I said before, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves. Um, you know, and, and for him, I mean, he's older now. The Premier League is is rough on the body. So if he wants to go somewhere, you know, a, a little bit less taxing on the body, you know, goes to Spain, you know, Italy, he can go do that. He's already in France, you know, he's already been to France. He can go back, you know, to France or whatever. Yeah, he's French. So I all these players, you know, as they get older, they want to go home. They want to go home, relax, and play football. Yeah. And for him, you know, he he's given good years to Arsenal. I, I can't be mad at the guy, you know. So I don't expect him to stay, but I think we need to keep him till the end of the season. Let him leave on a free. Do not sell him. That'd just be a waste. Um, and it'll mess up our season and it'll mess up our team chemistry a lot. So um, yeah, but I, I do want to see what happens with the Bombing situation. I do think he'll probably leave, if not in January and the end of the season. It's gonna be it's gonna be a real interesting transfer window for us. Yeah. Really interesting Ma- in terms Maitland of Niles too. In terms of you know who we send out on loan, what happens with the Bombing, you know, who we might sign, who we might we're looking for another midfielder. 
Um, we're we're going to be looking for a striker, not too aggressively, but we're still going to be in the market and looking. So, for us, you know, it's a it's a very it's going to be a very very interesting January transfer window. Um, but I I, I, I want to keep Lacazette to the end of the day. I, I want to keep him until you know he he's completed his contract, give him his flowers, and let him you know go where he wants to. Let him work. Yeah. Absolutely. Feel that. Um. We kind of alluded to it earlier, talking about being a top four team. We'll get to it a little bit later here, but in the situation you are in currently, and you said this earlier in the year, you said if Arteta can get top four, if he can win some silverware, you'll be okay with him. How confident do you feel now, you know, based off what you've seen over the last month, two months with your and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to say anything as far as like you guys are going to get top four, but as far as your confidence going into the rest of the year, the latter half of the year into 2022, do you feel that you now have a team that can compete for top four undoubtedly? Because I feel like um, y'all do. I think we have a team that can compete. I don't know if we'll get there, but I, I think that we have a team that could, that can compete. I don't, I don't think we'll, I, I don't know if we'll get to top four, but we, we can compete. Um, but part, part we'll compete. And I think next year we should be, we should be there because at this point now I look at my team and not only are we playing well, now we're defensively sound, but now it's the, the, the narrative has now changed a little bit and how attractive our club is now, you know, beforehand, we couldn't sign anyone because <laughs> we were bad. It was, it was evident. It was clear and not saying that we're going to go make some, you know, splash signing and some, some crazy signing, but now our team is a lot more attractive than it was in the past. And that I think going into the January transfer window, especially if we can keep this form up going into the summer, I think we'll have a huge, huge impact. So I think it's, I think it's vital. I think it's super vital for our team to, to keep this form. Um, I think it's super vital for them to be fighting for top four because we only have one game a week. And, and now we're, we're in the semifinals of the FA Cup of playing Liverpool. If we can get to the final, that, that makes us look even more attractive. Like if we can get to the, if we beat out Liverpool to get to the final of the FA Cup, it, it makes Carbide. us attractive. Or sorry, not FA, or not, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Carbao Cup. That makes us attractive. If we can get close to top four of top four, this year it makes us attractive and it's a, a young a young player who i know we're looking at a guy from leo right now we're looking at um i forgot the one guy uh you have to, you have to stop from florentina but i'm just yeah i know right but you know we're looking at players and now some of these young players who, who have a lot of potential can now say hey well this is a good project they clearly have done well with you know what they have and their players are are, are getting better we, we see it uh, this is something I might want to take on. This is the best league. Why would I not, why would I not want to play against the best players? In, would in you the, take the, uh, Martial at Arsenal? No. So <laughs> I, I don't want him, no. Um, um, so, so yeah. So, you know, I, I think. Martial's better than a lot of people. I, no, I agree. Uh, <laughs> but I don't want him on my team. <laughs> but, you know, to, to answer your question, yes, I think that our chances are our chances are a lot better of making top four right now in the current form that we're in. But at the same time, I also want to urge Arsenal fans once again to relax, 
because like I said before, these are all teams that we that we should be beating. Now it's it's nice to see us dominating. To dominate is one thing, and to beat is a different thing. You know, not just being these teams, we're dominating these teams. So it's good to see that, but this is also that's something that's a little bit expected. You know, it's a little we should we shouldn't be, you know, drawing or losing to a team that's the bottom of the table right now, you know. So that's why I'm just that's why I my my you know we're test to see where we're at is Saturday when we play the team on the top of the table who who doesn't really get scored on who other than I mean this past weekend was an anomaly but who really doesn't get scored on who scores a lot of goals who has a hundred million dollar sick they can afford to just sell Ferran Torres you know they can afford to sell great players because they have an abundance you know I want to see how we stack up against them um, and that's why you know. This Saturday is a is a big big week for for Arsenal fans in, in in general and just football fans around the world because if we can go get if we can get a result, it's putting everybody on notice. It's a statement game. That game is a statement game for us. And we and personally for us, we have nothing to lose. And you should be worried about that. People who have nothing to lose are the most dangerous people. So I'm just looking forward to Saturday, man. I agree. I, I agree. I think that's a perfect place to end on Arsenal. And I actually like that segue because before we talk about Chelsea, I do want to tap on that City Leicester game. Um, classic. That was classic. Weird. <laughs> like that was weird. It was a weird. <laughs> it was a weird game, bro. Like four nil in the first twenty five minutes. <laughs> I thought the game was over. I literally was looking at my phone. I was like, "Oh, City scored three minutes in." De Bruyne. Oh, City scored. Pen. Mares. Oh, wait, City scored again. Okay. Oh, what are those another games? Penn City score. <laughs> okay. In the first 23 minutes, yeah, bro. It's going to be 8 9 no, bro. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm at home stressing over the Chelsea game. Like, I'm, I'm literally stressing. So, I look at it, you know, midway through the second half, and then I see that it's 4-2. to two, And I'm like, oh, this game is bussing. Because Gabriel asked, at, at, I think at halftime, he was like, it's 4-0. Do you think over six and a half goals, do you think that bet would hit? And I was like, yeah, City will probably score seven. <laughs> Just like I said the last time they played Leeds. And I was like, mm-hmm. if Leeds keep playing like this, City will score seven. <laughs> so, so when I looked at the score and it was six or a 4-2, I was like, whoa, what's going on? We switched it actually to the City game. It went 4-3. And then, you know, the corner happened and then the corner happened. But Yo, Boxing Day is a crazy day. Were you guys watching that game or? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, man, City, City is that team, man. Like to me, they're the best team right now. Uh, in the they're in form. I don't think they've dealt with any uh, COVID situations. Um, they seem to be uh very healthy right now. They're they're just in form, and you can't even hate on them. Um, Leicester, on the other hand. I just I just don't know what it is. Um, it, it's like they, they just choose to show up on games or in between games. Because just the game before that, what? They were up 4-1 on Liverpool in the three Carabao Cup? No, it was 2-0. No. It was 2-0. 2-0, 2-1, 3-1. And Liverpool came back. Like, I, I don't know. I don't Choke know if artists. we need to start looking at Rodgers. I mean, is it the injuries? You know, the rotation of the squad? I don't know what it is, but. 
CD right now looks good. I just want to see if they can sustain this throughout the year because it seems like every top four team right now have had their uh, fair share of injuries and COVID. So they haven't had that right now. We'll see if they can go throughout the season without having to deal with that. And yeah, but- I don't think, I feel like if that, they don't deal with any of that. They definitely. Nah, I feel the like league. they're running a tight ship over there, bro. Because that's what I'm saying, man. But think, the, think but about it. Think all about them it. players are vaccinated. When, when, when Foden got in trouble for that, he sat two games instantly. And and you know, I mean, when those two Foden and Grealish, they were out partying or whatever they're doing, and they got in trouble. Pep took care of it. I think they're running a tight ship over there at the Emirates. But they, that's they, that's the one thing I will see. Say. And, and I mean, they and they also they also you know dealt with that earlier in the year as well. Because yeah. De, Bruyne, De Bruyne was out. They had a couple key injuries, you know, guys coming back from the Euros. They wanted to rest some guys. So I feel like their team is – They lost the Spurs know, week one. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, they, you know, I think <laughs> to Nuno as well. So, so you know, I rest think that team is just finally – I feel like all their players are all back now and everyone's just in form. It's, it's just one of those things. and. Yeah, but I don't think bro, even if they lose two or three players, to me it doesn't matter, man. Like they, they can still True. plug and play whoever they want. And that's just that's what makes them unique. Um, and I said that last week, like over the course of the season. I mean, we'll do predictions later, but like the reason why I side City over Liverpool is just because they have just more depth. And it doesn't really matter like if a Jack Grealish doesn't play. Jack Grealish has been not that great this season, but like you know what I'm saying? It's not that really much of a big deal because City's performing. So there's that optimism that he'll turn it around. But, I mean, they just I'm have just the best saying team. They, have the best coach. they do have the best team right now. They're in form. I mean, look at their schedule. Who have they played recently? We got to be realistic. Are they going to stay healthy throughout the season? They have to play Chelsea. They have to play Liverpool very soon. Those games are games they can lose. They play Arsenal on Saturday. I don't, I don't think they're us. running away with this like everybody thinks they are going to run. They're not going to run away with this. So far, every team in the top four has had their time of, you know, running shit. And I think right now they're doing it. And I just want to see how long it lasts. And if they do it long enough, they can win the whole thing. That's fair. That's fair. That's but, fair. But don't, but don't forget my team, though. They, they played Arsenal on Saturday. Don't, don't forget us. Arsenal could crush them slipping. And honestly, y'all... That's going to be a match. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a match. Fireworks. Classic. Yeah, I think it's going to be crazy. <laughs> They're going to light you guys up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sniff at that. I'm going to keep that. Another 5-0 banger. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, man. You know, Chelsea been up and down with us. But this past weekend, we actually... We didn't we didn't play up to my standards. I would say definitely not in the first half. But we ended up getting the win and that's what's most important. I think I told Gabriel maybe 10 15 minutes in the match like I want to see how we come out because we started Conte, you know. So although we didn't have all of our players out there, we started Conte, which I think again, he has to play if we want to have expectations or you know goals of winning the league winning a cup winning champions league because the injury that you know took him off the field it was evident when he was gone i'm glad kovacic came on he stepped up he played a good match we got you know a few lucky breaks in the second half i think our 
brilliance just came through with when Lukaku came on. He just showed what it what it well really done. takes to have a real striker up there, a real number nine. But at the end of the day, um, we look good. I don't think Villa had a shot on target, or maybe they had a few shots on target. I think they had one or two. But the goal that happened was an own goal. You know, mm-hmm. it would have been nice to go out there with a clean sheet. But I think I told Gabriel 10, 15 minutes in, I think we'll win this match 2-1. I said, I think we score early. I hope we score early because I think Villa will get a goal somewhere. We aren't looking the best defensively right now. I want to take my hats off to Chalaba because I think he had a great game before he got taken off. Um, Mm -hmm. He played very well in that first half. He got the yellow card, but he made a lot of crucial blocks that might go unnoticed. You know, not to the you know the fan or a fan of Chelsea, but he made a lot of crucial blocks where somehow on a counterattack they got Danny Ings the ball and then he was ready to release right outside the box or right at you know right at the edge of the box, and Chalaba was there. So I I have to take my hat off to him. He had a great first half. Reese James when he played that right central defender or right defender in the second half, he did a great job. And I'm glad that we were able to put Reese back there because it allowed us to have a more solid foundation, I think. I think when Chalaba's back there, we trust him. But if he's not around Aspie, if he's not around Thiago Silva, we kind of feel a little, go too far. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's still a young boy. He's still a young yeah. boy. So, like, there are some times where he gets caught off guard, but his athleticism, because he's so big and fast, he can get back and make those blocks. Yeah. But, like... Putting Reese James back there, that second half, we just looked a lot more secure. You know what I'm saying? Like, whenever Ollie Watkins was trying something, you know, it just wasn't going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm glad we were able to get the win. You know, second second goal looked great off a of counterattack. Third goal, Lukaku, again, just winning the ball in our half and just beating Matty, uh, Matty Target out there, getting the PK. <laughs> Mike, how'd you feel about that win? Um. This was one of the wins that, you know, you're happy, you're happy about, but you're still not completely uh, satisfied in terms of you're not, you don't have that feeling of relief of like, okay, we're back. We still don't look, you know, very solid. And Kovacic coming on was huge. I love him, but man, if that guy just has a little bit of an end product, he would be a great. I mean, he is a great midfield. He'll be world class. But um, right now I'm I'm just glad Lukaku's back, man. This is what it this is what it means to have a player like Lukaku, bro. Um, Goal and assist. I mean, I know man. Did, it's not an assist on the stat sheet, but get it, drawing a PK and if yeah, you score yeah off they that, give you an convert, assist. That's that. an assist. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah, they do give you an assist. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. If it's converted, yeah, you get okay, an right. assist for yeah. So go and assist, man. Um. So like yeah, I mean, 15, 20 minutes. This is what it means to have a player like Lukaku. I mean, we still have to figure out how to properly uh, take advantage and, you know, use him well. Like that ball, or do they put in the in the box? We need a lot of those when Lukaku is in the game. We need a lot of those, you know? So overall, like I can't, I can't really be too critical because this is still not our strongest side, but we still came out with the win. You know, two wins in a row. We got one at Brentford in uh, Carabao and this one in the Premier League. So we're building a little bit of a momentum before we get to uh, Liverpool and City. So 
I thought this was a very good win for us. I mean, I'm a little worried because Kante went off. Um, at this point, Kovacic and Jorginho mm-hmm. should be, you know, running the middle for a little bit. You know, sit him down to at least maybe the City game. You know, because we're going to need Kante. Whether we want to believe it or not, we are going to need Kante. Chelsea is not as strong without Kante. He cleans up a lot in the middle for us and even progresses the ball for us. So if we don't have him, like, it's going to be a a tough one for us this season. But it's good to see Lukaku back. That I see Kante do that is probably the most invaluable attribute that he has is that he wins the ball back in our attacking third. Mm -hmm. Like, we'll lose the ball and he will win it back and instantly be able to get it to someone Mm-hmm. who is in a scoring position or close. That is such an invaluable yeah. trait. Bro, there, there's not a lot of players in the world that can yeah. do that. We, we've relied on that. Chelsea have relied on that. He, since Conte He actually, indirectly, there was one time where I forgot where it was. It was before he got subbed off, but he sprinted like 60 yards <laughs> yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And he, took away, he took away... He mm-hmm. took away the, the option that would have been the drop, the easy, just like the square pass for you to just shoot on goal. And it's just like, you don't get the stat for that, but like you forced whoever it was, Danny Ings, to take that bad shot. Yeah. It went yeah. out for a goal kick. And it's just like, if he doesn't make that sprint back, I mean, that person. There are literally time. so many intangibles that that guy has that if you're not talking to someone who watches the game or maybe watched the game when you were pointing it out, they would never understand what you're talking yeah. about. But it yeah. wins championships, literally. Yeah. He's it a wins winner. World He's Cups. Won everything. It wins winner. Premier League. Yeah. It wins yeah. Champions League. Yeah. The best player and there's a been. reason that he's been a part of all of those teams, mm-hmm. Champions League, Premier League, and, yeah. World Cup, mm-hmm. and he's starting. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It, it, yeah. I think it he's one of the most that. like he's one of the most impactful players ever. There's, ever. there's like, I've ever, ever. without without Since, his presence, without mm-hmm. his presence, you it's like evident like because game I, changers, I, I, like, because yeah. go ahead. The, the last go ahead. oh go ahead go ahead I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, you know, because I was watching the game with Cornelius and <laughs> when I was watching the match, I mean, you guys didn't have the the greatest, you know, first like 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. but I can, but I can tell there was something different about your team because I didn't, I hadn't been watching Chelsea, you know, full matches mm-hmm. as much. Mm-hmm. And then the first game I watched again was with, with, you know, Conte and I could just like, you guys were holding more possession. You guys were way more advanced up the field. And I was like, Wow. Without Conte, when you guys have Ross Barkley or Rob Loftus Cheek or you know mm-hmm. Jorginho, even if it's just Jorginho and someone else uh, accompanying him, it's nowhere near the same. If it you allows Jorginho to be the best version of himself. Exactly. If you if mm-hmm. you guys just had Jorginho and someone else, they're nowhere near as good. If you just had Conte and someone else, Conte mm-hmm. is. I've never seen some a guy just boss yeah. the midfield Conte every single time, and he's consistent. Mm-hmm consistent every single you know you're gonna get from him if Conte has a bad match is weird yeah you know it's weird because you know he's yeah. gonna win the ball back you know he's gonna make tackles you know he's gonna recover you know he's gonna advance the ball you know he's gonna make passes to to start the attack mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. it's so it's so evident and clear when that guy's on the pitch and mm-hmm. you guys you need him I mean absolutely you need him it's a necessity yeah. to have him on the field if you want to win a cup I mean, maybe not an FA or, or a Kyle Bao, but if you want to win Champions League or win the win the league, it's a necessity. He needs to play the most mm-hmm. matches. The, the, the thing, the issue we're going through right now with Conte, Cornelius, you can agree or disagree with me on this. It's kind of like the Eden Hazard uh, situation we had. 
I feel like in the last 10 years, we've had two very influential players at Chelsea that when they're not on the field, you, well, you just yeah. completely notice that they're not on the field. I'd say. And it's Eden Hazard and Conte. Who, who would you say the third one I'd is? say Costa. I'd say I put Costa. Diego Costa. Well. I'll put Diego Costa, Costa in there. Well. I agree with you. I'll put Diego Costa in there. And Because, again, because I, I've said this multiple times, maybe not on this podcast as mm-hmm. much, but Chelsea has not been Chelsea since we've lost a dominant striker. We went Didier Drogba. Costa. We had that, you know, a little Torres. Oh, Fernando Torres, yeah. But then Costa, which is when we were good again and we won two mm-hmm. championships in three years. Mm-hmm. And we haven't been that team since. Mm-hmm. We've always had a solid defense, a mm-hmm. very, very good keeper. Midfield. Mm-hmm. Midfield. We, we, we've had a strong midfield, but we've had a striker. We've had a point man. Mm-hmm. We've had, and we even saw it with Lukaku a little bit this last game. There was mm-hmm. a time where he, he his back towards goal, he held the ball up, Mason Mount came. And then Mason oh Mount, that's, that's the best thing that he does. You know what I'm saying? Like that's we haven't best. had that in years, mm-hmm. in literal years. We mm-hmm. tried it with Giroud, but we didn't play him enough, so yeah. we weren't able to ever see it. But bro, I'm telling you, when we have a dominant striker, someone who can hold the ball up, who can score mm-hmm. 15 to 20 goals easy in the prem, that's when Chelsea's at its best because our defense mm-hmm. is always going to be there. We're always going to have mm-hmm. that defense, but with that striker, mm-hmm. that's the most important part. It doesn't matter who's on the wings. We'll have yeah. people who can run all day. But when mm-hmm. we have a real, real point, man, that's that's when I've seen us at our best. Seriously. Yeah. Drogba, Costa, and, you know, hopefully whoever's next. And and I want to touch on uh, Mason Mount a little bit because we we have, it, we have been honest about the way he's been playing th- throughout the season. I mean, he's had a couple of good runs, and he's been inconsistent here and there. But, I mean, a game like yesterday where – it was just so back and forth and chances weren't, uh, weren't being put away. And you get a chance like that and you just, you just, you're just in a hurry to, I, I don't know what he was thinking. Get too excited. Cause I mean, you did have an, an angle, but you have two other options. This is, this is the, the, uh, the part in this game that I'm looking at now, like the maturity, like taking the next step. That, that, I just wasn't happy with that. I was very angry at that. And then Cho misses the next one, hmm. which that one, you know, is debatable. You know, it was, it was a good shot, but Martinez hmm. saved it, but still got to put it away, man. Still got to put it away. I, I don't know, man. Some of these guys are just not, I don't know if it's because they're too young like, I don't want to use that excuse because I, be, because, I, I at the top, because at the top but, of us releasing episodes, we both said these these players are all Champions League winners. Champions all, League winners now. So it's not a good excuse for me to use for you. They've anymore. all been on the first now, team. Now, 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 like, Cho, now, Cho, I would, I would give a little bit more leeway. Just a little bit. I'll give Cho a little bit more leeway. But, 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 that, that, the only reason I'm No, but Pulisic, I have no, I have no leeway for it. He was uh, all I mean, right. He, he was yeah, all he's right. Been poor, but like, but the, you, yeah, the the, the Mason moved him a little back. To me, yeah. like, I I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to say too much because sometimes it's like I'm just picking on him. But like, it's not that I'm picking on him. But like again, like, I have high expectations for him because I think Thank you. he's a good player. Yeah, you're an England international. You're also a Champions League winner. And I mean, I don't know, bro. Off the top of my head, I can think of 
three games where you've just missed goals, and all those goals, like I'm just like could have won us a game. Could have won us a game. Everton Liverpool, goals. you were in Anfield. Yeah, in Anfield. Yeah. Liverpool, Liverpool. You know what I'm saying? Liverpool. And don't, like, don't even start. You know what I'm Arsenal saying? Arsenal game. Arsenal game. As, as the one, as the one who said, moments too big. Not an athlete. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Shout out. I forgot the Mr. name. Mr. Go 30. Mr. Yeah, go 30. But yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, man, I, I think that you can name a few games just like off the top that like are easily like, man, Fast. like with that, we could have, we could have, we could have used those three points. But, you know, I, I still think that he's, he's a good player. But like Mike said, you know, I, I, I say this about like Rashford. I just, these players have to take these jumps. The next step. You know, yeah. Because like, you're you're supposed to be the guy for Chelsea. You're supposed to be the one mm-hmm. of the guys that like, hey, like, you know, I said it last week. You know, I know a lot of Chelsea fans probably would say that they don't know their best 11, but when I predict Chelsea's best 11, I would predict he'd be in that. And it's oh, just absolutely, like, absolutely. You, you, we have to be able to lean on you. And sometimes, I don't know, I question that. He's a young yeah. player, so. I agree, bro. I Salam, you, you said it early. And maybe it's because we're Chelsea fans that we didn't, you know, we're, we're always going to defend our players. But I'm seeing it this year. Like, I expected him to make that jump. And I saw exactly. some, one of these Chelsea Twitters that I follow, I can't remember which one it was. But after the game, they said Mason Mount has four goals in his last five Premier League games and players. Yeah. And, and people will say that it's he's not. Misleading. And, and I'm just like, stats can be misleading. Because if you look at our past four to five games, we've lost one and we've drawn one. We lost to West Ham and we drew Everton. We drew Wolves. So we've drawn Mm -hmm. two and we lost one. And in all three of those games, I can guarantee you that Mason Mount missed a a, a chance on net. Because Mm -hmm. I remember them because I watched on 90 minutes. (laughs) So for me, it's just like, yes, I understand that the past five to ten games he's been playing than maybe his first five to ten games. But it's still not good enough. It's still not good enough for where with, I expect him to be. Yeah. With, with the level of player that we are expecting him to become, those stats don't mean anything to us. Mm-hmm. We're, we're expecting you become to become that everyday game. We can lean on you when we're in trouble. We can look to you to say, okay, we have Mason Mount. He could possibly bail us out. Yeah. Now that's how I'm looking at you. So when you're missing a chance like that, I'm just like, what is it? What is the rush? You have Lukaku. The, the keeper is away. You have Lukaku and Cho. What is the rush to take that shot from that angle? Like, I just don't understand. So it's it's like the maturity. I, I'm still waiting for them to, like, take that jump. Take people alone. Like, Some people Cornelius, you always say, challenge, challenge yourself. Beat your man in front of you. Instead, you see these sideways passes. It goes that. It comes back. It goes back. And I'm like, come on. No one has the cojones. It, it, Not it's on just, our team, at least. I mean, right now, I, I still say we don't have our full team. So I, I would still lean on that. But then again, it's just like, it's not good enough. Like, some uh, of these guys is... that were thinking, bro, Cho, you've been playing three years right now for the first team. You should be make, do, making a splash right now. What, what is it? Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's where my frustration is coming from. Even though they're like... Because you know, we, we we've seen them grow, bro. We've seen them since exactly. 16, 17, exactly. 18. How, but that's what I'm saying. How old is how old is Cho? How old is Mason Mount? Cho is 21. 23. Cho is 21 and Mason, Mason is 21. 22. 22. 
That's what I'm saying though. Like, bro, these players are still young. Like, yeah. I, and, and now, and now exactly. I understand, but I understand because they're Champions League winners. You know, they they have experience now. Age and experience, or doesn't matter if you have the experience. You know, we expect you to perform at a certain level. But at the same time, like these players are still young. I, I, agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. On, I agree. Gabriel. I agree. Gabriel. But, I, but I'm I looking agree. at I'm Hold looking on. at Trent. I've seen Trent Alexander Arnold yeah, make a, a, a right. Right. even if it's a You're small right. step, he's literally made a step every made single year he's every been single, in the prem. Yeah. Yeah. Every right. single these are, year. These are he's England been internationals, you know. Right. These are guys that are they're the All right. you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at Mason Mount, who's who's bro, he's England's he's one of the golden boys of England, man. They were calling him Frank's son. They were comparing him to, you know what I'm saying, some of the top when, English players for his youth. When, I'm looking at these guys, and I'm like, okay, so not only are you good and talented, but you're a name brand. So now you're a name brand. I'm expecting you to play like a name brand. Yeah. yeah. Not doing it. He, fall, he falls in the same category as Marcus Rashford right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inconsistent. Right. Like... Yeah. They'll give you a flash of brilliance, and you you kind of forget. Like, okay, I saw what this... Ronaldo was doing at twenty two. I saw what Rooney was doing at twenty two. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not hearing it. I'm, what Mbappe I'm, I'm is doing, what Haaland is doing, Lampard, yeah. Gerard, Our guys doing. What they yeah. Were doing. Yeah. yeah, we got I'm literally not hearing it. I'm mm. not hearing it, bro. Because yeah. I I saw, and this is the only reason we say this, me and Mike, because we saw how good they were from the switch of Frank to Tuchel. Now it's not like we went from Tucho to somebody else. Tucho is still here. There, yeah. I mean, Mason Mount was your best player with Frank. In my the, the, the the hunger is just not there. The hunger is just not there. Like when that's probably what it when is. Trent Alexander Arnold is uh, attacking a, a left back. You the way he attacks, he knows that you're not going to beat me when I step around you. Mm. I want that confidence in our guys. Like Joe, you can dribble the ball. Take that next step of, you know, having that confidence to be like, okay, I'm going to take you on. And I know I can beat you. It's, it's, it's just not there. I'm, I'm seeing you do the same shit you did when we played you when you were 17. Like, I'm, I'm seeing you do the same shit. And the crazy part is, we talked about this Wolves game. Just, we had two I'm shots on, on that. I will we, say, we talk- I, I hear what you're saying, definitely, like, Cornelius. Like, like definitely, like, could you create more shots yet? But I, I think, bro, with Lukaku coming back, his veteran presence. I think that he, bro, look at the impact Lukaku made with him. He was very demanded. You know what I'm saying? Very and, demanded. Bro, and like, honestly, he'll, he'll, he'll take the, you know. Under the wing. Yeah. He'll take everybody and be like, listen, we just. I hope so. You know, you guys just focus on playing. Like, let me just deal with everything else. Like the veteran he is. I think that. I just hope we find to, the yeah, third guy. I think we have Mount and Lukaku, but who's that third guy? You know what I mean? Havertz. He's not third guy. Havertz. I think I think it's Havertz, but ZH, sorry, bro. I don't know, man. It's <laughs> I don't know, man. Chelsea's in a weird spot. We have a lot of talent, but it's like no, y'all need to offload. It, 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 it it's not it's not it's Few not players. showing up at the right time. Like every it's not all, everybody's not showing up at the right time. It's it's COVID and it's health. It's, it's, it's a lot annoying. of different things. It's just annoying. But, that's that's the perfect word for it. It's annoying. Yeah. Who do y'all play this week? Yeah, I was going to say that's a great place to end it right there. So we play on Wednesday. We see Brighton at home. I fully expect three points. Yeah, man. They they just played Brentford. They got a nice little win. They're coming back to the bridge. Um, 
I want to say two nil, three nil. I think we yeah, take man. care. Of, I think we take care of business at home. Yes, we're we're starting to see players come back. Um, so <clears throat> who starts that game? But hopefully Lukaku. Mm-hmm. I know Tuchel said in his press conference he wasn't really happy with playing Lukaku today as early as he did. But yeah, you know when is he gonna play? Punch yourself like, down. Mike, what do you think? He, he's trying to ease him back, but um, I I, I just want us to take care of Brighton, uh, man, because. We can't we can't be stumbling into that Liverpool game. <laughs> no, These okay. niggas are gonna give us four in the first <laughs> Yo, we, we can't we can't go into that game like coming off of that game we played with West Ham. Like we can't go into that game like that. Or we're gonna get smacked. So I think we're at home. This is a chance to build some momentum. I think they're gonna take advantage of it. So two zero, three zero. That's what I'm expecting. Keep it clean. Hoping sheet. for a clean sheet. Yeah. Hoping for a clean sheet because you're right. We got Liverpool at home next. Yeah, man. That, like we need this momentum because it's so big. That's our season right here. Like we've been talking uh, about throughout the season. If you want to win the league, you, you got to win at least off the one of these course. games. You got to win one of these games. Got to. If you don't win, you got to at least take a point. Yeah. Got to. Yeah, we play uh, Burnley. Play Burnley at Old Trafford on Thursday. <laughs> um, I expect to win. Um, I still think that we have better players than them. I know they haven't played in a while, but um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll get the three points. I'll say two nil. We win. I can actually believe that y'all y'all gonna have trouble being that low block, but y'all find some a goal. You'll get a penalty and and you know a second individual piece. brilliance. <laughs> yeah, as usual. Ronaldo. What is, what is this like agenda with the penalty? Like we 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 like it's oh, always man. a like a like a scape like a cop out for them. When oh, Chelsea, no, Chelsea I'm not Chelsea awarded the most penalties this year, but no one says anything fouls. about it. No, 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 no. I'm. Listen, what do you mean that we weren't they fouled? We've been called, you know, by y'all speakers that you're getting. I'm just saying, most of this this is coming from last year. Most of this is from last year. Last year, okay, but no one's saying those VAR calls were wild. No one's saying anything about it this year, but we'll probably just get a penalty. What do you mean? Because you just get a penalty? No, I'm just saying because when Odegaard tackles us from behind, was that just a penalty? That was a foul. Don't foul us in the box. Y'all are notorious. One, for getting PKs. Two, on top of that, y'all cannot beat you. No, no, stop. Two, you can't beat the low block. You literally cannot beat the low block. So, I think your goals will come off of one, either individual brilliance, a set piece, or a PK. That's how I think your goals are going to come. That's just me. That's just, I'm just that's just my that's what I'm saying. I think, but well, I know I think your two nil prediction is correct though. I think you you probably will win two nil. You should win be, that game, right? You yeah. should win at least. But I mean, um, they're not good at home anyway, so who knows? Right. <laughs> uh, Arsenal City. 7.30, first no match of the new year. Oh, you got your your game got yeah. suspended. Game. Wolves got postponed tomorrow, so uh, we're off, which I'm happy about. But yeah, Arsenal City, 7.30, first game of the new year, 2022. Man. Yeah, I, I almost want to pull up so we can all watch that game. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a crazy one. But honestly, real, exp- real expectations. Um. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a two win, two one win, or a two two draw. Um, 
I I personally think we should get a two one win. Like to be honest, I'm not gonna lie. I think I think we should get a two one win. You but, think your midfield can hold City? Nah, it's not, continue, let it's, him continue. It's, it's not, continue. but it's not. It's not just about our midfield holding City. It's just about us finishing our chances. Okay. It's we That's that proved true. today. United proved that. You know, it's not. It's not all about we'll just up and at him, bro. It's okay. not. It's not just about you know, Boston the midfield. We don't need to necessarily Boston midfield. Um, but you know, I, I did. Right. I I truthfully, I want a two one win. But if we get out there with with points. If we get out there with points, depending on our performance, we get out there with, with points. Oh, you on your Burnley draw. swag. What are you doing? <laughs> We're just talking I'm about good. Burnley. I'm good. I'm good. So I, I personally think we'll get a 2-1 win, though. We're at the Emirates. We defend our home. We play well at home. Um, We're defensively sound. Our keeper is – I mean, these are probably the two best keepers in the league right now. Top five in the world. Right? I, I, I think these are these – are He probably, still owes that down. That helps. No. That these helps. Are prob- these are probably the two best keepers in the league right now. Um, and I think they'll they'll put on performance as well. But I personally think that we'll, we'll get two at them, um, especially after Leicester just opened them up like that too. So I think we'll get two, and I mean, we'll come out. We'll come. We'll we'll start the new year right. Honestly, honestly, the whole premise rooting for y'all, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Nobody wants City to open that gap. So everybody, I, I know, I know everyone's trying to wants Arsenal to win, so Liverpool yeah. and everyone can catch up. So. Um, it's not honestly, about honestly, this game could give a lot of clout to Arsenal, bro. Like a lot what? of clout. A lot of Imagine clout. them dropping no this no and then going mm. ahead and losing their next two. It'll games. be the first time you beat a top four team, right? Or like a top top side. Yeah, they, they would this solidify season, themselves because yeah. everybody, everybody here has you know gotten three points for you <laughs> and Liverpool, <laughs> right? Mm. You know, it's it's a it's Even a different. Bremen? Hey, but but like we said last year, Arteta had a a way of getting the players ready for the big match. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I wouldn't we'll be surprised against his old Emirates, club. You never know. You never against know. His, you never know. Against his old coaching club. So you know. I was looking it up because I didn't know who who else beat City. I forgot about that Crystal Palace loss at at the Emirates. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> that was actually insane. That was Halloween weekend. Yeah, um, but you know. I, you know, when, when City beat us earlier this year, we didn't have all our players and we got a red card. Um, yeah. And our lineup was completely different. So, I mean, you can say what you want, all that, you know, Grealish or not. I I feel confident going to this match. I, 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 I There's no reason I shouldn't feel confident. Is there, is there City? Absolutely. Are they the title contenders? Are they everyone predicting they should win? Yeah, but are they in, unbeatable? No, they lost to Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. They're not unbeatable. So that's what I'm saying. They're beatable, but it'll be tough. But shit. we we have we have shooters. I mean, we have shooters coming off the bench now. So yeah, it's a, it's a different vibe. Having, you're having. Yeah. It's a different vibe. <laughs> hey, it's a different good. vibe. So that's all. Hey, but um, another great episode under the books. It's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. Our first episode of 2022 is gonna be brazy, brazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibes might be different in here next year. Yeah, yeah. Vibes <laughs> might be different next year. I'm coming totally yeah. different next year. <laughs> hey, none of that. Hey, if I say anything crazy, I'll be like, bro, that's last year. That's last year. It's not nothing to do with this last year, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 this. 
brand new. No, nah, that's funny. But uh, to all of our to all of our listeners, to all of our followers, thank you, thank you, thank you again. I hope all of you have a safe and happy new year. To all of my boys out here, I'll probably talk to y'all soon. But if I don't see you until 2022, hope all of you have a safe and happy new year. Yes, happy new years, man. Sure, man. Happy new so year. Long. Happy new year. Uh, and good luck to you in your future endeavors.